Yeah, I need a little sip. Yeah, I need another drink. We should take a little dip. We should take a little trip. It don't matter where you go. It don't matter where you been. I'm just driving on the road. Now I'm really sick. More liquor that we pull for the people that we miss. Try to keep it at the park, but we caught up in the hits. I can make a better swing. That's the easiest to pitch. I got ice up in my veins. Don't need ice up on my wrist. I don't think I got a problem when I'm down up in the fifth. I'm the man and legend. In between it is a myth. My God, count my blessings. That's the reason why we in my no, I get the message, but I think you got the gist Some people get exposed, others pose for the pig Now we better rock and roll, catch an alley at the rim My name and lights in the valley that I live In order to reach the heights, then something just gotta give Yeah, I need a little sip, yeah, I need another drink We should take a little dip, we should take a little trip It don't matter where you go, it don't matter where you been I'm just driving on the road, now I'm really sick of it Yeah, I need a little sip, yeah, I need another drink We should take a little dip, we should take a little trip it don't matter where you go, it don't matter where you been I'm just driving on the road, now I'm really sick of it Used to care about people signing me, don't play no hide and seek A missile to your dome will probably take apart your tiny pieces Maybe that will have you appreciating the finer things I'm chained to my pressure and my pleasure is a diamond ring I come a dime a dozen, I'm like the new 100 See they don't really keep it real, they just move subject I knew I had more class in the room, loved it Now a shorty pass the ass for a dope substance Everybody getting sauce, bounce it out to the hash, everybody getting tossed Had enough to get by, now I'm coming as a boss That's a pop sack fly, I'm just living with the cost Yeah, I need a little sip, yeah, I need another drink We should take a little dip, we should take a little trip It don't matter where you go, it don't matter where you been I'm just driving on the road, now I'm really sick of it Yeah, I need a little sip Thank you guys for watching and listening to another episode of Just Talks Podcast. My name is Jamal. I'm your host. I'm here with Danny, uh, oh, one of my co-hosts. Uh, Freddie is unable to be here today, uh, but we do have a special guest that is joining us. Uh, one of a, somebody that I've known for a very long time, a very good friend, uh, somebody that I definitely look up to and ask for advice when I can. Um, he is a plant-based chef. Uh, he is also the author of a book called Best Believe It's Be- Vegan. Uh, Best Believe It's Vegan. If you're watching, you can see me wearing Hey, nice show, yeah. man. <laughs> um, he does, he's a traveling chef. He goes to different places to give people life advice and help them uh, along the same journey that he's on of being a, a plant-based, uh, uh, what would be the proper word? Yeah, I, got, I said lifestyle, you could say. Yeah, with the plant-based lifestyle. Um, we his name is Carlos Bobadilla, but we call him Bobo. How you going, bro? How's it going? I'm doing well, man. Well as could be. You already know. Always straight. Um, how's the how's this quarantine treating you? Man, it's treating me pretty good. If anything, I mean, I'm all right. My family's okay as long as my family's good, and we just taking care of everybody we can take care of while we, because you know we essential workers as well in the health field. Anybody who's in the health field, we essential workers. And we shit has to stop for us, you know. Mm-hmm. We figure out a way. If 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 supply is low, like I was right. talking about Danny, and and you 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 talking about the Amazon thing with your brother. I'm like, yeah, things are on a delay and supplies and all that. But we always find a way, bro. We get it to you. That's a fact. That's a fact. Something I've been uh, been doing for the past couple of weeks with the guys and uh, with our last guest. Uh, Sco, we were asking it may is the month of mental health awareness so just checking in how has your mental health been 
specifically with this time of like uh of recent in that's a good question thank you i appreciate that recently i had to check myself take at least three days off i was feeling very overwhelmed i would i just had uh, a lot on my plate more more on my plate than i thought that i would ever have during the quarantine but you know for a healthcare worker this is more than you know your, your whole strategy plan like when i'm a person who has to travel a lot i like traveling for work and mm -hmm. one thing that was taken away from me is personal teaching that's my favorite part of what i do so when i don't have that i'm constantly obviously i have the juice cleanses now and i do other stuff but one part of my favorite part of my job was taken away so i just had to find a way to like just come back to square one and take a day off take two days off and then i took a third day off that was unplanned but i just took a lot of family time off and you know started writing again and yeah mm. I, I just took care of myself and i'm glad i did that shit because i was i was spiraling down low spiral um, yeah that's good to hear that's really good to hear because i know it's been extremely hard for especially like for for me i was telling danny being at home all the time is it becomes a little bit of a of a drag if you don't get out and do stuff just yes it does something small you know um it helps with your helps with the, oh, yeah. the psyche <laughs> yeah, i mean i i mean i've been outside every day it hasn't really been that it's kind of more like i guess i had a and i spoke to my mentor about it you know, he said leaders have that sense of loneliness sometimes where you just feel lonely, not in a romantic type of way, not in mm -hmm. a, any type of, you just have like, you don't have that much outlets to speak to. There mm -hmm. isn't a, like alcoholics have Alcoholics Anonymous and, you know, not to say, you know, that, that that's not important, but I feel like it's just as equally important for you to, for anybody in any field to find like-minded people and like, just talk, like, you know what I'm saying? Just talk to each other and a leader's sickness is yeah. being able to talk. That's my sickness. I, I just can't, I feel so vulnerable. I don't want to talk to nobody because I'm, I'm the one that's supposed to have it figured out. But who's gonna lead the person who's always leading? You know what I'm saying? So I just had to find a way to just calm down, write, and I spoke. That's the most important thing that I did. I just spoke. Which is something I could say about you. You've always been, like I said, we've known each other for yeah, like long such time. a long time. They don't even know, man. <laughs> <laughs> we went middle school together, so we've known each other for a very long time. But as long as I've known you, especially like when we got when we got older and got to high school, we was playing baseball. You mm. was always one of the leaders. Yeah, yeah. Like it was my senior year, but Carlos was our was, was a captain. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so he's always been. I like how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect anything less. So for for our audience that are like tuning, might be tuning in and might not be so familiar with uh, with you, you know, um, tell, can you give us a little bit of your background of how you made the transition from being like, I guess people always make it sound like it's funny, but like being like a regular person to be, and when I say air, when I say regular person, if you're yeah, hey, we know what you mean. Standard American, standard American lifestyle. Yeah, so yeah. to to being on the uh, the plant based lifestyle. How you say? How did it start? Or, yeah. Now nah, that started for me as a necessity. I was like terribly sick, and nobody knew about it. 
So I was, you know, experiencing, I was like, you know, you know, I went to college, I played baseball. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, during that time, I finished my freshman year. And I, 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 in the middle of my sophomore season was honestly like my best season. Like I was doing amazing. Like I had run, I had one rookie of the year running up before that. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was I started to feel there was a game that I had in Augusta, Georgia. And my whole body cramped up after that game. Like mm -hmm. they had my teammates had to rush me to the hospital. And it was around like March 14th around there. Yeah. And they rushed me to the hospital. And the doctor told me I was completely dehydrated. The problem got resolved. They gave me an IV. But ever since that day, I kept having like a domino effect on health issues. Constant mm -hmm. headaches, dizziness all the time. Um, Shit, there was even one point where I was impotent, where, you know, things weren't working down there. And I was 20 years old. That shit not supposed to happen to me. Yeah. So <laughs> that was like the icing on the cake when, you know, my mom, she started doing her research because doctors weren't really able to give me, uh, uh, I say answers, if you say, you know what I'm saying? Like, they would mm -hmm. test me and it will check out as normal based on their practice. So that made me very frustrated. And then, you know, my mom sent me a video of some dude who was like healing stuff, healing people with plant-based lifestyles with a strict specific diet. And I started following that. Then I started getting into the fasting aspect of things that he was talking about. And I did it myself, you know? So now fast forward to now, I took my lifestyle, made it to a business. That's, that's fire. That's fire. So fire. Yeah, that's all, yeah, that's lit. Isn't it isn't it crazy how um because I, I didn't make the uh, the trains I've I know I've been a little bit of in thought of doing it and I can definitely say you've been an inspiration for me to giving it the thought. But isn't it interesting to think about that doctors can they test you for all these things and not really have an answer? Because yeah. like for me, I like I said, I went through a, some not as drastic as that, but I went through a similar situation. And, and Danny, I don't know if you remember when we were in school, um, I was playing baseball as well. And and then it was just, I think it was, I think it was sophomore <clears throat> year as well, which is crazy. Um, I just started having these like these problems where like my heart was beating really fast and I felt completely, completely, completely out of breath. And this was going yeah, on. Yeah, I was that too. I was and it's, it's scary. And um, it was going around when they started to, like, enforce um, all athletes to do, like, the sickle cell test. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So they were saying, oh, that that could be your problem. Like, that's what our athletic team was saying. Um, and then I went to the doctor. They had me do all these tests. They had me run on a treadmill and a bunch of stuff. And they were like, you seem fine. The doctor was like, you probably just have anxiety, and that's probably what it is. And then that was it. They gave me some medicine, like they gave me some Motrin or something that oh. I took for a little bit. I didn't keep using it. I used it in the beginning, um, but it, all they basically gave was like a stronger version of Motrin. And I was like, this is, this is not working. <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> but I also, I, I mean, I did that to myself. Keep in mind, I was in the South. I was eating a lot of sad fast food. I was like, hey, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I was, I was eating a lot of fast food. You know, I was, um. I was under a lot of pressure to to heal faster since I was an athlete. So if I was hurt, that's no excuse. You better have like a broken bone if you don't if you're not gonna play. 
So yeah. I used to pop ibuprofens and aspirins like it was nothing. Like mm-hmm. that had that caused so much inflammation, even though it's technically an anti-inflammatory. But if you're taking constant, 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 pills, you're taking it every two, single two day. to three, yeah, two to three every single day. Yeah, so yeah, like that's how it was. that 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 takes a toll on your health and the way your immune system works. It's just not set up that way, you know. So that that could have been a factor. Now that I look back, I see that I did it. For, I did it myself, but I thought I was doing the right thing. Mm. For for you being that it was, I mean, being that it was uh, something that you saw, being that you did the research and stuff, it was it still a hard transition, or did you have any like what was your hardest? That shit was now transition. Man, I mean, I'm Dominican. A lot of people don't, you know, know I'm 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 Dominican and Nicaraguense. So oh. we're like heavy, heavy meat eaters. We oh. heavy dairy, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy everything. I mean, that's most cultures. Most cultures have you know, more or less, but that's like such a social thing for us. You know, when we get together with the family, it's yo, we cutting that panil open, we cutting the steak open. So like, it wasn't really so much the food. It was like the outside pressure. I mean, how is my family gonna look at me? So it was just a whole lot of caring what other people thought of me more than anything. And once I let that go, it became a lot easier. Like, I don't give a shit what they care, like what they say about me. Um, ironically, most of them are plant-based now. So <laughs> yeah, that shit works. Um, yeah, I caved in. Like, it was a January 2017 New Year's resolution. And I caved in on that journey like 10 days into it i went to jimbo's in harlem had a burger with romantic you know romantic yeah 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 i was with him and like you know he didn't know i was really on the journey like that so he wasn't taking it serious i was actually nervous to tell anybody of my friends like yo mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm plant-based like yo they're gonna cut my ass you know you know how we <laughs> all know we, we get at each other yeah so, yeah yeah so um i caved in with that burger then a month late, I, I tried to do another month. I went I went more along. Then February was my dad's birthday. And he we celebrated at Potsy's. It was another Harlem spot. That's like our favorite pizzeria. Mm-hmm. And that, I came in. I had a pepperoni slice. Felt like shit. And then after that, it was more smooth. And then like after that, I probably had like a jalapeno popper by accident that, that had cheddar in it. Mm-hmm. But, that, I, you know, I was on a strict diet nevertheless. And then after that, I, I don't think I ever had anything that I know of that was like non plant based, non That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. With, with a, a, you, oh, go damn. I'm sorry. I, I, say, off. I see. I like that you've seen your like little like breaks, I will call them, or like your little down, downfalls. But like you can't, you got up. You fell, but you got yeah. up. You kept yeah. falling. You kept getting up. A lot of people don't know. I don't think I ever said that anywhere else. Like, I, a lot of people don't know about that part of my journey or how hard it was like people know that i was sick and shit like that but i don't think i never documented like exactly what was going on while i was transitioning like there was a lot of hiccups in mm-hmm. that transition yeah. so I, I don't think i ever said that anywhere else exclusive good at exclusive <laughs> what was um, oh go ahead. I, I'm mad. i keep cutting you off <laughs> what are you gonna say i, I know yeah, what my question is gonna be um for somebody that's thinking about it um Something that makes it hard, thinking for me, like trying to make that transition is me kind of just being a fat boy, really, in reality. 
Um, I love cookies, bro. <laughs> I love. Yo, I'm have, a vegan uh, fat boy uh, myself, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, it translates to the plant based world. Whatever you are now, you'll probably be as a vegan. Okay, but was there something that you that was hard for you to let go when you were in that transition? That's the thing, though. Once I realized, I went to a, a cooking class, a plant based cooking class, and the model of that person was you don't have to change the menu you just change the ingredients mm, so you really don't have to let go of anything it's like that's what made me get in the lab because in the latino world there was nobody doing it like this you know what i'm saying there was nobody who was cr- recreating what we grew up with our entire lives into the plant-based version so that's that's the only thing that made me get in the lab and the lab is the kitchen you know what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. the only thing that was the inspiration me just missing what i grew up with Cause I'm a foodie, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I knew that whatever I was eating me, whatever I was eating was literally killing me mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it no more. And I was, it's not like, Oh yeah, it's killing me and I'm not feeling nothing. No, I was feeling the actual pain of the consequences. You know what I'm saying? So that's what made me get into that, that, that cooking bag. Yo, I gotta do it. You know? And then I wanted to prove myself to my, not prove myself, but, my my dad has always been in the the restaurant business, and he's always been a heavy food critic. Every time we saw something on Man vs. Food, we would get in the car, we would go to that destination if it wasn't within a fifty mile radius of us. So we would, we would literally go. That's how much of a foodie we were. We saw something on TV, we get in the car and we bounce. We went outside with it. So I wanted to see if he would like what I started to make, and then like he was like my toughest critic. So I knew if I got him to like it, then the whole world would like it. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's so, a good story. I, like I actually that. didn't and, know and that, so that's a good ideology. Um so outside of it being a business outside of making it into a business, um what made you want to uh to share it with because you know some people, you know, there are people out there that are selfish they'll find out this information and they don't want to share this with yeah. with the masses That's well, so i don't get it but <laughs> what uh for you what was that what was what helped you make that decision of wanting to uh share it with the world well going back to the foundation of how i found shit out somebody helped me in my journey so i'm like how how am i not gonna help somebody else out you know and the mm-hmm. person um that i mean there's been multiple people that i've learned from um, some of them personally, some of them via books or YouTube or, you know, just studying them from that aspect. But, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's looking at looking up to the people who taught me like it's I, I found it so appealing to be able to articulate yourself in a certain way. Um, once they started saying saying words that I didn't understand, that frustrated me. I, I have to know everything that I'm talking about. I feel I feel inferior if i don't know like i know what's he saying i I don't know that word i just want to look it up so that was very appealing to me like and then once i started feeling better Mm -hmm. that's what made me want to do it more i'm like holy shit like we've been given a food pyramid our whole lives and i've been following it Mm -hmm. yet it's been fucking me up and fucking a lot of people up so if i'm lied to about that then i started just from that i went to learn about things that beyond health the financial shit um, things that have been going on in the government, you know, conspiracy shit. I just wanted, to, I just wanted to know shit. Now. Like I'm, I realize once you realize you've been lied to about one aspect, you realize you start questioning yourself. Like, what else have I been lied to about? So, yeah, 
we definitely had that conversation um, a few times that we, me and you personally, yeah, had yeah, that exactly, exactly. And especially so, like you know what's real shit because I'm saying it again. Yeah, like we had this conversation uh, when when Nip passed away. We were having this conversation about yeah, yeah. you know, there's this all different like conspiracy theories. There's, a, have, whole, there's a whole world out there that we don't know about. We just gotta you know we have access to the information though. No, yeah, you just have to be willing to look for mm-hmm. it, really. Mm-hmm. People don't, they just want to look at what's, like, you know, uh, what's in front of them. A lot of people rather just look the other way. I was one of those persons, bro. I, I'd rather just, like, for instance, a lot, the first time somebody approached me with the word vegan, they said mm-hmm. they were trying it out, it was my god sister. And she said that she had saw, a, like, a documentary of, like, the, the cruelty of the animal game. I personally didn't go into the game knowing any of this stuff mm-hmm. like i did it for my health and my health only mm-hmm. but she was shown she basically had shown me like videos of like how they make chicken nuggets and stuff mm-hmm. that shit didn't phase me at all like i wanted to go get a 20 piece nugget so like i didn't feel any type of, i'm like oh wow that's crazy but i'm still gonna eat it <laughs> like i like really care bro right it that's wasn't until true. i hit like that rock bottom for my health that i was like okay maybe she might be onto something i don't know so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody, we were younger in like middle school. I think it was either late middle school, early high school. Uh, I had a friend, shout out to Manny. Uh, he was he went vegan for a little bit, but he didn't have like the he did his own research as much as somebody can get at that young age. Because I think him, I think you guys are the same age. Um, so like a year younger than me, and. Uh, he like did his own personal research and he tried to influence us all. Like, this is why I'm doing it. He showed us like videos of like how they make meat and stuff like that. And I, I like, thought that was annoying when people did that shit, bro. I yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't did ask that. back for this, bro. <laughs> 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 to, this day, to this day, I don't do none of that to people, bro. I don't do none of that to people. It's not, it's not fair because I came from the same place. So like mm-hmm. the people who do that don't have a, a sense of understanding and compassion. Like, you have so much compassion and understanding for your fellow animal, but what about your fellow human? You actually know where that person comes from. So like, yeah. you, know, you, you relate nothing to that animal. So why don't you have that same energy towards your fellow human? And I don't think people understand that part of it. Like, the way I came into it was with love, not through hate. I never got bashed. Yeah. I never like, I don't mean to say it like this, but in religious, te- in, in religious form, it's mm-hmm. like somebody bashing religion in your face. Like, oh, you going to hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, I didn't do nothing. Like, you don't go to church, motherfucker. Like, no, I didn't <laughs> this shit. But I, I understand why that, that, if you do it in that way, you're going to, like, you're going to get rid of everybody who actually loves you, bro. Yeah, it, it's solely, um, for him, we were young, so it didn't, it didn't affect him in that way. But, and when you're when you're a little bit older, you know, when you're trying yeah. to do like when you get to like about our age, you start doing, doing that, and yeah. you have a little bit more of an understanding of what it is, and not not that we have a full understanding of the world, but the more that we know now, it's it's completely different. That doesn't it, it's counteractive to be honest. Um. So for with your with your transition, how long did it take before you to actually see anything or like feel any changes? Um, it was the uh, when I went like a full month, like no, I would say like a full full two weeks. When I went a full two weeks, like plant based, 
that's when I felt like lighter. I started looking myself in the mirror. I started feeling like a glow to my face. Um, prior to that, I hadn't had abs in like a year. Mm-hmm. I started seeing my abs again. I'm like, oh man, I, this is awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all. Like, okay. I, I, then I started feeling myself, but I wasn't like, like feeling great in the mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still felt that clog. I still felt that stuff. But it wasn't until like I like fasted and like that's why I'm doing these juice cleanses now. Cause mm-hmm. I want everybody to feel that mind clarity that I feel. Like whenever I'm, that's another thing that I did by the way. When you asked me about my mental health. If, if I'm feeling mentally disabled and mentally I feel like I, I reacted emotionally to something, mm-hmm. bro, I go back to what got me here, and that's fasting, bro. That shit is magic. I'm telling you. No, it definitely is. I, every, I've done it. Every religious text talks about it, but none of us do it. Yeah, not, not many people do it. And it, I feel like people, goes back to what you were saying, being like, how do people look at you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's all a, it's, um, I mean, some people will like not being informed, but also being just that thought process of how do people going to look at you because for me like my home same thing we like we like to eat as well so i i did your cleanse a couple about a month ago a month and a half ago right um and i was telling people like hey yeah they were making food and they're like so you're not eating i was like no nah. and it was just like that they're just looking at me like why uh, <laughs> oh losing it <laughs> But uh, yeah, now cleanses I feel um, are are great. Like you were saying, just I know to bring coming from you. Um, I want you to get a little bit more into cleanses. But for for me, I I did two cleanses. Um, so the the one that I did with you uh, was the second time that I did like a a week of basically not eating. Uh, well, I was eating, but like I kind of did a. Uh, I didn't really do my research on it, which I should have done. Um, but I did a week of pretty much no meat. It was all water, fruit, and uh, basically like veggies. I was eating just like basically just salads, like a, uh, fruit, from a veggie fast. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, and definitely, like you said, you said it makes you feel like clearer and stuff like that. I definitely felt all those things. And it sounds weird if you don't experience it yourself. That's why you have to ex- experience yeah. it. If you don't. Um, because it sounds weird. About a roller coaster, you can't really tell him. You have to go on the ride. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I did. I did ask a couple people to uh, send me over some questions if they had uh, anything. Oh, oh, yeah. So um, um, the question was: How has working with his physical health impacted his emotional, mental, and spiritual? Yeah, it's all hand in hand. Um, like the intention was to fix the the physical aspect of myself. But, you know, I told you I have a mentor. This thing didn't happen, like, just me, myself. I have a mentor. His name is Yada. And that brother taught me how all of it is hand in hand. Um, before He asked me when I got there, you know, to, to him, he asked me what my goals were. And I didn't have an answer because I didn't see a life past baseball. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I knew I wasn't going to make it. So I was content with not, you know, just having a, a, a regular life and living my life miserable and like, okay, yeah, I live my, basically all athletes go through that shit. Like, okay, I live my life 
and that's it. After baseball, I'm just going to rip a normal life, and that's it, or whatever it is that they play, basketball. The majority of us not going to make it, but we train as if we are going to make it. Yep. And so we give our all to that, and we forget about that there's more to life. So he basically put that into perspective for me, where um, I ended up having goals. I ended up having you know aspirations that were beyond uh, me being an athlete. You know, and that's something that I'm trying to implement into all these college athletes, high school athletes. Like, dude, this life is dope regardless, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I, know <you laughs> I know you, I know you love playing baseball, or basketball, or football, whatever it is that you play. There's more to it, man. So that yeah, that that dude helped me a lot with goal setting, and it, it, it was hand in hand. You know, it's hand in yeah, hand. Yeah, definitely. How did you? I don't think I've ever asked. How did you? Uh, how did you meet Yada? This shit was by chance, bro. Like I was actually supposed to go to Doctor Savy's Village 2016, mm-hmm. and I, you guys are familiar with him. I, I'm I'm sure. I mean, Jamal, yeah. you are because I've spoke to you about it. But basically, you know, he's a he's a healer and herbalist who reverse many diseases, and you know, it would be light work for him to reverse the the shit that I had. So, um, he ended up passing August sixth, controversial passing, and that you know, my anxiety was already through the roof, so I wasn't about to go. I went to go meet him, not to go to the village, and I'm sure you know there was stuff going on in his village. There was so much going on. And I was on a Facebook page that, you know, it was like private. And then somebody ended up posting something about Yada. And he basically the same dude, but he was just younger. And, you know, he had tattoos. He talked like us. He was just Mm -hmm. a younger dude doing it. And I did my research and I I felt comfortable enough to go meet him in Ecuador or his village. Mm -hmm. And that's where I learned from him. And that's where I started, like, you know, getting into my business bag, my health bag. And that's it. That's how I ended up happening. Yeah. That's what always find a mentor like that that could actually like that gives you the the best advice for you. Not just yeah. like the same advice he gives everybody is the best advice for you. Yeah, specifically for me. You know, mm-hmm. like, what might be good for me might not be good for you know, everybody's in a different journey. Exactly. So yeah, he definitely held it down. To this day, he still I call him when I need anything. Um, I'm his outlet as well, and that dude, he just pure, nothing but pure love. I never like felt that unconditional love other than my mother, like other than my mother, bro, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. and my father. But you know, like he could be a little tough sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> like, other than my parents, I never felt that from anybody else. Yeah, that's yeah. that's dope. Um, talking about Ecuador, you post, you did a couple videos when you were over there. Uh, one like a cooking and then another one when you were shopping what was that experience like going over there say that again um you had posted a couple videos of when you went over to ecuador one was like a cooking video Uh, another one was when you were shopping in the market um how was that experience over there it's cool that was actually like the videos that i posted was already that was my second time around like i already knew the whole area so it might have looked like i was exploring but i had already known where to go I like I, that 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 was like my little neighborhood I knew where everything was at so That's um cool. there is cool because everything is you know everything is different than over here as far as produce goes as far as the food that you get like for instance if you ask for I, I was buying some grapes the first time around I was buying some grapes and watermelons and I asked if they had seeds in them 
And they looked at me like, duh. Like, first of all, they, ne- <laughs> they don't even know what seedless fruit is over there. So that's, <laughs> just, that's just to show you, like, you know, what we're going through over here, like yeah. manufactured fruit. So that was really cool to see because I'm like, damn, these people are so innocent that they don't even know what I'm talking about. Like, like they're just just living their life and like the you know everybody is uh everybody's happy everybody's like it's just simpler like you know what i'm saying like you go to a lot of they call it third world countries and we think they have nothing but they to them like they got everything bro they ain't stressing it on tv it may look like oh donate to them and stuff but they chilling bro they chilling honestly they cool same thing when I went to the jungle. They were cool, bro. Like they, like no, we're not struggling over here. Like, y'all look like y'all struggling over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you say it like that because it's like I think that we look at it so much different because of what we're so accustomed to. Um, they like electronics and stuff being so advanced is what we're yeah, used to. Yeah. So not seeing that kind of stuff and stuff looking like. I mean, don't get me wrong. They thought like this stuff was cool and stuff like that, but that's not a necessity for them. Yeah, and I feel that. They're not going to eat with it. <laughs> or Dash. They got their own door. <laughs> yep. None of that stuff. Um, <laughs> door Dash. <laughs> For people that want to make a, a different transition uh, of, of for eating and their dieting style, mm. uh, would you say that the plant-based or some people say vegan try to make it broad but yeah, is yeah. that is the is the plant-based style would you say that it's for everyone i would say it was listen i would say this there's no such thing as somebody following a plant-based lifestyle and getting some sort I, I, let me rephrase that let me rephrase that when it comes to healing it benefits everyone mm mm-hmm. There's no such thing as somebody telling you, hey, in order to fix your problem, have meat, dairy, or alcohol. Nobody ever says it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they always say it's some type of herb, it's some type of uh, medicinal property that's in a plant. It's all plant-derived whenever it comes to mm-hmm. healing. So I'm not even going to say it's for everybody. I'm going to say get it as you can. You know what I'm saying? Like just go through the knowledge, do your own research. Um, if I say it's for everybody, it's, it, it, it will stir up a whole, uh, hoopla. Like, what do you mean? Just because I'm not, I'm, I believe everybody's on their own journey. So just go on that journey. And if it just happens that you lead over here, mm-hmm. then, then it's for you, you know? It sounds right. Like, I think the question would be, cause you know, I like, I like that you were like, like lately I've been focusing on a lot of mental health and how people are and the fact that you're like once i learned my, uh, your plant about your plant life uh plant it's hard to say for me plant style right plant-based lifestyle plant-based lifestyle once mm-hmm. you found out about that and then you was like yo like i'm healing because of this now everything is alive to me basically yeah not everything but in the sense of like i have to figure out the truth in it yeah now i'm not i'm not gonna only focus on that on eating well I'm gonna focus on my mental. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna focus on my um my business and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think the the question I would have to ask is because I'm focused on mental right now, and it would be like what what other than your mentor, right? Other than your mentor helping you out, what like sources like of like material like did you read or stuff like that? 
Um, you, like, as oh. far as like financial and like just everything else, or just you said you focus on your mental, right? So yeah. in order for yeah, I, I used to watch a lot of um, I used to lot to watch a lot of this dude named Brother Polite uh, on Black News One Hundred Two. He's a he's a dude that really put this into perspective of like, and he didn't come from a place of anger either. He was um, mm-hmm. just taught me a lot about finance and like basically like showing me like wow there's more to what i already know so for instance i thought that the only way you could get a house is if you get that mortgage and if you get that you know like there's plenty of other ways you could get a house through tax liens and tax deeds okay. foreclosures so he put me on to a lot of things like that that i'm like holy shit like there's not just one way to do something there's multiple ways to do everything to get to different avenues you know what i'm saying um another thing that i did was I, I, dude, I brainwashed myself. Like I literally deprobed myself, and the, this is how I did it. I studied a brainwash technique, and one of those techniques is locking yourself. It's the old-fashioned technique of locking somebody in a in a room, pitch dark, with one light, and repeating something to that person over and over and over. And you can literally activate his subconscious. It's kind of like hypnotism. So what yeah. I used to do is whenever I wanted to learn something, I would literally be in my room, pitch black with one thing on the screen and that was the video that I'm watching or something that I was reading and I would go to sleep watching that for like weeks on one specific subject. And then whenever that conversation rose to the surface again, I would know it and I would ask myself, wait, how did I know that? Oh shit, I fell asleep two weeks in a row watching this thing. And to the point that I know it like the back of my hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, for, instance, cool. for instance, I wanted to know how a biological... So I started studying something called the circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm is basically a biological clock, right? So a biological okay. clock means that it tells you when it's most conducive for you to do something versus when it's not so good for you to do something. All birds, on everything in nature follows their own biological clock. We're the only ones that go yep. against it, right? So we find out that during the times of 6 a.m. through 11 a.m., the last thing you want to be doing is having solid foods. Even if it's fruit, even last thing you want to do is have that because your body is working on what it ate last night or what it ate days prior. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. It's working on this digestive system the most. So the last thing you want to do is overload it with any type of work. Have some smoothies, have light, you know, lime water, hot water, coconut water, anything liquid, you know? Okay. And you study our obesity index worldwide. We're the number one in obesity, not just yep. because of what we eat, because other, other countries eat garbage. But you'll notice mm-hmm. that mo- most other countries do not advertise breakfast as the most important meal of the day. It's always mm-hmm. lunch. And every other country, especially in Europe, they have a lunch hour where mm-hmm. everybody goes home and they have lunch with their, with their yesterday, right? family. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, just, it's not just what we're eating. It's the times. So that's just one thing that I bring my, I, I used to watch. And that's why I know it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I used to watch it, watch videos and read about it every day as I go to sleep until I one day that conversation rose to the surface and then I recited it. I'm like, okay, now it's engraved in my mental. Mm. You know? That's smooth. That's tough. 
but nobody saw me for like six months. So like I locked myself. <laughs> I, I, I've been on quarantine. That's why it's not, a, you know, I've been self-quarantining okay. three years ago. I did this shit for six months and nobody saw me, but the closest people. It was just, the, I'm not saying do that. I'm saying oh that's the extreme measures that I took. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like, no, I like that. Cause you, you knew yourself enough to be like, Yo, I, I could probably just do this. Like, let me do this. Yeah. This is how I'm, I want to go the extremist way. Like, yeah. Or like the, you know, there's certain people that like take it step by step. And then there's the people that take the actual leap. Like, it's like, no, I'm gonna take this. This is gonna. This is not gonna be a step. It's gonna be a stride. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I want to. I want like my clock is faster than yours. Yeah. And, like you know how people say like um, people say. It's always on your time. It's never it, no one else's time. It's your time. You mm -hmm. catch things on your time. You you can't control other people's time. That's a fact. Like, so it's like you knew your time was sped up. Like you wanted to speed it, not speed it up in a sense, but you wanted like. You wanted to take that that huge stride instead of like the little steps where it's like I do it like once in a blue to yeah. try to do it. No, I'm I'm gonna do it how I like to do it. It's because I was real with myself. I knew, it's not that I wanted to do that way. I just knew that if I did take it slow, I will relapse to something else. Okay. So I knew that yo, I have to break that cycle because I know myself and I don't do if if I don't do it all in, then I'm not gonna do it at all okay so knowing that's that good. myself i just put myself in a, a very not a comfortable situation i put myself in an uncomfortable ass situation, situation. Mm -hmm. where i just had to do and that's what i learned too like recently like just going through um what i'm going through and reading like like a book or three um just like it's like you got to be uncomfortable before you get like that's when you get really tested when you're uncomfortable oh yeah. that's like when you test yourself that's the best moments in your life. When you're uncomfortable is the best moments in your life is because that's like you going against like a, a sense of fear. Yeah, yeah. Facing you facing your demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only that's I have another question for you, but I'm gonna ask it in the end because this is full it's full access, bro. I it's got you, man. Me and it's Jamal, man. Me and Jamal go back to elementary, man. It's a <laughs> yeah, it's we've a known foodie each other question. for a long time. It's a what question? It's a foodie question. I bet, bet. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So we want to get into like we didn't get into it a, a decent amount. So you're the the business of what you're doing, you know. Um, so it from what I know, it was you went from uh when we when you first like uh, let me know that this is like the journey that you were going on. Uh, you were doing like videos and stuff like that, and it transitioned to. Uh, um, I know you were doing like helping people with chopping and stuff like that, right? Like, what what was, what are some of the the aspects of your your business that people don't really really know about? That people don't really know about, uh, it's probably the private clientele. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I've been. I had plenty of private clientele that well, people know them. Uh, I, 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 it's disclosed, however, but I have a lot of private clientele that I cook for um, on, a, on a personal scale, um, weekly meal plans. A lot of people ask me, yo, what are you going to do? I'm like, yo, I have a private clientele and I, I don't have the infrastructure to do that publicly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's probably the part of the business that people don't know about because it's never posted. It's never, you know, it's never 
exactly on the forefront. Um, but you know, my closest people know about it. So. Okay. Um, as far as the, the classes go, when you started to, to travel, um, Mm -hmm. and go to different States, uh, what was that experience like being almost, Pretty much, you can say that you're on tour. <laughs> you know how. Yeah, no, but that, 2019 was a legit tour. 2019 was, let's see, Atlanta, Miami, uh, LA, Houston, Philly, New York, obviously. Um, and there was basically, I mean, I did four to five classes in each uh, city that I touched down on, and it was all in a span of a Saturday and Sunday that I was there. You know, mm, so it was a lot of work. Um, there's been over in that tour, oof, there was so many different people that, that touched me personally that I still talk to to this day. So, um, there were all private classes, no more than 10 people in each class. And I did that because I wanted to be, uh, intimate. Um, people get discouraged to ask questions in a large crowd. People Mm -hmm. get like real questions, not like, Oh, how do you do that? No, I want them to ask the personal. What are you going through that led you here today? Mm. That's what I want to know. You know, what you want to feel uncomfortable by their questions too. It's like, oh, exactly. like exactly. So I made it. So I brought my family with me so that they can see that not only am I doing it. There's a 40 year old woman. There's a 50 year old man. There's a little my little brother. We all <laughs> doing it together. There's people of all ages. You know what I'm saying? So that made me uh that made them more comfortable when they when they saw that family setting that man this is this is kind of cool you know and we just we don't mind being the blueprint or the green print we like to say <laughs> so, <laughs> to, you know to whatever they're trying to accomplish but that's always dope man I, I've, a lot of cities i've never even been to i didn't i'm not even like a huge set the only place i used to go to was dr and before that it was uh, places in the South because I, I played baseball in the South. But. Mm. <laughs> so what was one, what was your favorite place that you, that you, what was the city that you enjoyed the most? You, well, I probably yeah, wouldn't explore. They're, all, a they're bit. all very special, <laughs> but <laughs> I like, I like surprisingly, bro. Uh, well, Vegas is different. Vegas is cool. But that was more vacation. I only had one class in Vegas. I wasn't even supposed to have a class in Vegas. <laughs> but I was like, this, it'll be wrong if I come here and I don't do something for the people. Yeah. But, yeah, Vegas is definitely more for fun than it was for work. But um, I think Philly mm. was my favorite as far as the classes. Like, Philly was definitely, as, like, there was something about that. You know what it was, too? We're from New York, right? Yeah. In a certain setting where, you know, when we were growing up, it was a lot more grimy than it is now. There's, you know, gentrification has hit New York more than anywhere, any place else, really. Philly reminded me of when I was growing up. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying I'm from the south side of Yonkers. I lived in the Bronx and, you know, it was really grimy in the 2000s. Yeah. And yeah. That Philly just reminded me. And, like, you know what it was, too? Not to say, not to say anything wrong. The girls over there they were different in the fact, like, they weren't fronting like they got it. The men weren't fronting it like they got it. You know what I'm saying? Over here in New York, we have such a pressure of, like, mm-hmm. show, being fresh, okay. even Bad. when we don't got it. And we all been there. We're like, damn, I'm going to get those uptowns, and I only have $90 in my pocket, but I'm going to still get those uptowns. You know what I'm saying? 
But yeah. over there, I just feel like nobody was fronting. Like, they were just poor. Like, they were cool with it. They were just, I don't know. It reminded me of how I grew up, bro. I'm sorry. Like, it just, another part of Philly that I like was um that I've forgotten. It's going to sound crazy, but the girls looked real. Mm. Take it how you want That's it. That's not funny. Take it how you want it. The girls looked real. Like, they were the actual body. There's nothing wrong with people getting worked on in the body, especially with pregnant women. But I don't know, man. The girls looked nice and real, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I definitely understand what you mean. I understand. I don't, yeah. care. I don't care if I get controversial. You can say whatever you want. I like natural stuff. <laughs> that's, <laughs> nah. my, that's my personal preference. Yeah, everybody has their own personal preference, so you can't really be... So I'm just talking about stuff that I'm seeing on the street as I'm walking. It just reminded me, mm-hmm. like, girls are playing hopscotch in the corner. I'm like, wow, people are outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, having fun. It's just the diff- It reminded me of my, my environment growing up. Yeah. So that's that's why I say Philly was my favorite experience. That's cool. So I I know you that like you basically said you went sightseeing. Is there any of the, the cities that you went to when you were like sightseeing? Um that you seen in pictures that when you got there you were just like, Wow. Uh this is real. Houston, yeah. I mean Houston uh Houston, I went to Miname Park with my family and that was really cool. Um LA, I mean, obviously, I did all the LA stuff. I was so busy in LA, I didn't even get to go sightseeing. I went to Venice, that was cool. I went to Santa Barbara, but I didn't get to go to Dodgers game. I didn't get to go to, mm. I didn't even get to do Hollywood stuff. I was working too much and I was only there for five days. So, like, a lot of these places, you'd be surprised. Like, I didn't even get to really touch the town like I, like I wanted to. I'm in and out, I do the work and I bounce. Miami was obviously, I've been to Miami a couple of times, but Miami is definitely cool. Um, as far as, as far as plant-based eating, like the best, uh, LA is like vegan heaven as far as like restaurants go. And then Miami yeah, is like second. And then New York is pretty good too, but they're only concentrated in a certain area. You don't really see them in other places. You don't see them in our neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Speaking, you brought up Miami. Um, and I had... Bro, I had somebody had asked me this a while ago, and I, I think I think I asked you personally, but just to answer the so the people mm-hmm. that had the idea wanted to get get the question answered, um, because I I don't think I don't really broadcast it enough. I know you tell me to broadcast it when all the time, um, but for people that don't know what first some of the flyers that Carlos posts, um, I do most of the flyers. So yeah, Jamal, um, actually most all of them. literally all of them um so when you went to miami uh and you did your uh the event down there and you told me who you were working with (laughs) to to promote uh being that they owned the the spot that you were uh where you held your your classes how did you uh we, we, no, no. If you refer to her by her real name or or yeah, no, nah, not her real name. Her stage name. Stage name. Okay, so it was uh, the her stage name is Luna Star, mm-hmm. and somebody that uh, ended up I think believe reached out to you. I want you to probably tell the story a little bit better of how that situation came up. Yeah, so Luna Star, she's a obviously an adult film actress, and somebody had told me that she was following me. You know, obviously like growing up. 
as kids, you know, we're little horny blow boys and we've definitely seen her before. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just speaking from facts, bro. No, no, I'm not hiding nothing. So she, I reached out to her and said, hey, like, you know, uh, so, oh no. So real quick, my boy Maul from, he works at House, well, he worked at House of Sports with me when I was working there. He told me, yo, bro, look who liked your picture. First of all, I didn't even know who it was. But when I looked at the picture, I'm like, oh, I've seen this woman from some places. <laughs> so, uh, so nah, I reach out to every every and every celebrity who follows me, like Evelyn Goria, um, what's it oh, called? Sorry. Yeah, like all these people that follow me. I reach out to them, I send them books, but me and her, uh, we just got along more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like she extended out her help OD. Like I didn't ask for any of this stuff. And then she let me use her restaurant in uh, in Miami to do my workshops. So we we hit it off very well. She's like, "Come, you will never think." It's so weird. Like you never, I never met an adult film actress ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I would meeting her, I would never thought that she does what she does. I don't know how they like flip the switch like that so fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, don't know, I don't know how. Like I just don't know how that works. <laughs> But it's literally a profession, bro. They go in, they work, and then they have their own lives. Yeah. You know like, but that's different. That's just the lifestyle that she lives that I don't live. But as far, you know, she's been plant-based, long, I think longer than I have been plant-based. And she just, like, fucked with the message. And, man, to this day, she, you know, we we cool. Like, that's that's my that's my homegirl right there. Yeah. And she, cool. she owned that spot. It's a... It's all like it's all like a plant based. So her, her, her and her family. There's definitely plant based options, but it is a Cuban mm. restaurant. Okay. Do have their Cuban sandwiches, you know, stuff like that. But it's it's family owned. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, it was just. I told her, like, yo, you made me a legend where I'm from. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like sitting in in our in our group chat. I was sitting. in the the flock when I made the flyer I was sending it to the group chat or like or taking like the screenshot when she posted it on her page because I was like kind of in disbelief that something that I made was on yeah, her page yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like cool. yeah this is cool that was cool um that's fine so, so let's get into like something that you're doing now we were talking about it earlier we kind mm-hmm. of like mentioned it slightly um the juicing the juicing cleanse that you've been doing and um want to talk about that a little bit yeah that's something we were doing in private before actually that's something that started off with my other friend luna not this one the 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 fashion designer Mm -hmm. Um, she has saw that i posted something on instagram and i was just posting stuff that i make for myself and my family Mm -hmm. i guess she had thought that it was a service that i was providing okay and this is before way before the pandemic so she had said, yo, can you please just set me up for three days, blah, blah, blah. She's a person that I can't say no to, like, at all. Like, she's done everything. Like, she, me and her, we go way back, and I can't say no to that girl. So I set it up for her. She's basically family. So um, after that, she had posted it as if I was doing it as a business. So all of a sudden, I'm getting all these DMs and, like, messages like yo can you please start me once i saw that type of traffic i'm like i had to be stupid not to start a business from this yeah so i just extended whatever whatever i'm doing and i'm like oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll start a juice company too so i did it like that and then slowly but surely like a couple of people i i uh most of my clients were like people in the 
in the entertainment industry. Bottle girls, bartenders, uh, you know, people you see uptown that, you know, you would mm-hmm. never be into their health. But I'm like, yo, they were the first ones on it because, you know, people know her. She does all of their dresses. She does the whole, everybody that you see wearing something fly, she probably done it, bro. That's fine. Honestly, like she's that dope. But that's how that started. And then going into the pandemic, no more traveling for me. I can't do my workshops, can't do my retreats. That part of the business was gone. So I picked up, I started like, yo, everybody, you better get on this fucking juice cleanse right now. Start feeling how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And then more people started doing it. And then I feel like we from Yonkers, yep. before I think there was, uh, there was a friend of mine named Yoli. And I have to give a lot of credit she once she started posting that she was doing it i swear to god i felt like i got a whole wave of actual yonkers people before that it was all like in the city and like bronx and brooklyn those were most of my clients okay but i feel like after that more people from where we from really started getting on this juice cleanse and like now it's now everybody's on this shit and implementing and they asked me yo how often should i do this i'm like you should be doing this once a month yeah play no games all these other juice companies say do it like one once you know every two years or something like nah you gotta do this shit once a month. It's yeah, like, I was gonna ask you that. Uh, what's the difference between why uh only three and like three and five days? Uh, personally, my juice cleanses don't have any preservatives in them. Okay. So I don't have a choice but to give you three or five days because it will go bad. Okay. So um, if you do want to extend that, we will give you just two separate packages made in different times because the juices have to be drank fresh. Okay, that makes sense. So uh, yeah, like I said, there's no preservatives in my products. Why would I do that if I don't myself have that in my fridge? Yeah, that's why it works so much better. There's absolutely no chemicals but the fruits and veggies that we, you know, we put in the in the drinks. Yeah, I completely understand. Everything's made fresh and per, per order, by the way. Fresh and per order. If you were to order today, that means you will get it in three days because that's how fresh it is. We're getting the stuff specifically for you. We're juicing the stuff specifically for you so that you can have it in three days. And you have to prep for it. You can't just dive into it. You know this, Jamal. You have to have no, at least 36 hours with no dairy, with no meat, with no alcohol in your system. And we only do this to prevent you from hurling. If the toxins is fresh in the system, it's gonna work its way out through the other way and not the way it's supposed to go. So I don't want anybody to go through that. Everybody who follows those instructions have a smooth ride. Everybody who doesn't has a terrible ride. <laughs> it still works, but a lot of stuff went out through the other way. Yeah, it's not, it's not. It's, when you're doing something like that, especially if it's your first time, cause like I said, I, I did it. It's something that I'm, uh, I haven't talked about about it yet but something that i was talking about doing for a second time uh coming up soon something i want to do a little bit more frequent than just doing it mm-hmm. once and then not doing it um so but it's definitely something that i suggest that everybody everybody try at least uh even if you do it once see how you feel you know like so I'm next what you trying to say oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was gonna um so i got a question so and this is like going forward and stuff if you keep if you are um what is it sorry my sister just distracted me um if you're going if you you're going this juicing route right you're okay i can't travel i can't um do my um events 
um, my yeah, I can't do anything, but I could deliver my juices. You ordered my juices, I um I deliver them for you. Mm-hmm. Would you do the same thing for meals, like a meal prep? Yeah. So actually, I'm I'm I mean I might as well say it right now. So I am finished with phase one of three of my app. It's not it's my app, but it's for everybody's use. Yeah. So for instance, you use DoorDash. Yeah. Do that DoorDash, Uber Eats. So my yeah, app all that, all that. Yeah. My app is basically a home cooked meal sharing app in which you were able to order my not only just my food, any home chef. Oh, that's lit. So if you're interested in my food, you will have to download that app and then okay. order directly through there and it will be delivered to your door. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So that hope in in the next month we will be launching. Okay. So June the end the summertime. Yeah, exactly. Perfect time for the summertime. And yep. uh it's gonna make it's already gonna be nationwide. I just finished doing a tour. That's why I said I, I created relationships with a bunch of people who are gonna be doing this in LA, Houston, Miami, Atlanta, obviously New York. Um, but it's definitely, definitely something that um is gonna be soon. I'm glad I asked because that's that's useful information. Cause I'm like I said, I'm a foodie and plant-based diets is not my thing, but I actually do want to try it. Cause yeah. people people like Jamal and my friend our friend Chanelli and um night and like even like uh Cisco and them, they like, yo, no, like his food is actually good. Like it's O D good. And I'm like, oh really? <laughs> I'm like, that, man. I'm <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, because you say plant based, you start scaring people. I get it. I get exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, every time I used to think about it, it's like like vegetarian or like vegan, and then like yeah, and I'm like, well, I've tasted certain things that were like that, and I didn't like it. But they're like, no, but his food is is like you eating at home. Yeah. I'm I'm Dominican too, so it's like it's like you eating at home, and I'm like, I gotta try it too. Then I gotta do it. Sure, man, man. What well, well, outside? I mean, I'm gonna. I, like I said hopefully within the next not hopefully we're gonna have it within the next month like honestly but uh once that thing opens you'll be able to order whatever you want whatever that's being offered you know from this yeah office. yeah that's cool um so something that you started off before you did the the you started doing like the juicing and stuff like that you wrote a book i mentioned it before mm. uh title of the book is uh best believe it's vegan yeah um you still selling physical copies, right? I know you can get it digitally, but no, digital, just, digital, digital, just digital now. Uh, so it's on the website, bestbelieveisvegan.com. Uh, you can find the digital copy. Um, what was that? What that process of of putting it into words and sharing, like your? Uh, I, it's probably just like any other artist that you guys do. I see you guys have artists on here, um, and it's the process of making an album, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, what makes the cut? What makes the, you know, I'm in a studio right now. So my cousin's an audio engineer. So he, he would tell you that what I was going through is the same exact process that he goes through when he's finishing up a, a finished product. A lot of trial and error. Uh, you could only imagine you cannot get any measurements wrong when you're making a cookbook. If you, if by any chance you put tablespoon instead of teaspoon, you just over salted by double. Yeah. <laughs> So like that's huge. So uh, I had to physically do 
the the recipes four times each each recipe and there's over 50 in them so okay. that's a lot of lot of work for those who don't know <laughs> <laughs> and then the the journey of it was um me realizing going on because in the beginning i was just you know using youtube as my as my college and my university to, mm-hmm. to really learn how from other chefs and stuff like that and what i noticed is that they none of them had a physical book that all the at least the people that i was looking at none of them had a physical book or something that somebody could buy and i'm like yo these people have like thousands of subscribers they would be killing it right now if they were to have a book so i figured instead of starting the youtube first let me just do the book i'll do the youtube later yeah i'm saying because i know once they see that oh shit this guy has a book they'll buy the book so i just thought from a business standpoint it didn't make any sense in my head i'm like damn these people will be killing it more than i am right now yeah exactly you know what i'm saying so but hopefully they catch on soon man because if they haven't caught on already (laughs) they should (laughs) um yeah um what are your thoughts of like the media more or less talking about not really focusing on what people could be doing as far as like eating or stuff that you're doing to your body doing to your body rather than just promoting the basic things like you see wash your hands and stay distance from people and they always want to tell us how many people have got it and how many people have died but not really telling us of stuff that we can be doing I mean, if they do that, that ruins their their plan. If they start talking about preventative medicine, if they start talking about preventative actions that you could take, um, genuine ones, not wash your hands. That's like that's common sense. Yeah, you know that's one on one. Everybody washing their hands, and these numbers are still spiked up. Um, but it ha- it's, it's a pattern. It's a pattern that's been happening since we were long before we were around bro you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they they start something and they administer the cure quote unquote they administer the very thing that they just manufactured because it, it is man it's already a fact out there that it's a man-made virus everybody mm-hmm. knows it already you know what i'm saying it's actually in major media form before it was just in small medium now it's in major media in the lab in china blah 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 blah, blah. everybody's talking about it but um yeah that's that's the reason why man that's it's not good for business just follow the money man it's whatever they're doing is not gonna be good for i'm sorry to say it that bluntly but it is it's the reality it's i don't know how else to say it man yeah no i'm glad it's coming from somebody else because i feel like i've been saying the same thing to everybody that i talk to to be honest like people say, oh, but why are they doing that? I'm like, dude, if you realize what their bottom line is, then you'll 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 know. And it yeah. sucks that that's their bottom line, but that's I mean, you can fuck around and get depressed on this journey. I can't even lie. There's a lot of information that you can find out very fast that will just blow your whole world. And that yeah. was for a while, but you gotta just accept it and just move on. That's the world that we live in, and we have to move on, bro. Yeah. Precaution. It's an internal problem. This is not an external problem if if you realize how supreme your body is you will do the necessary you will feed it the necessary things to make the defense system immaculate you know what i'm saying so just keep that into consideration man your defense system is superb and if you feed it the right things 
this shit can't touch you, bro. Ain't nothing that's man-made could touch something that's created by God, man. Yeah. But if you, feed, if you feed yourself ungodly things, yeah. I'm talking about a consistent basis. We've been living 25 to 26 years of life living a certain way that wasn't really meant for us. So it's not going to you know, reverse overnight. Be patient with yourself. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Facts. Um, so just in general, like what, what's, uh, what do you have? Well, I know we're still in quarantine, so you can't necessarily do certain events and stuff that you want to do, but what do you have anything in mind of like ideas and stuff that you're doing? Like what can people expect for you coming up? Nah, they could expect that app to be coming out in the next month. That's the only thing that I could say that is actually going to, and that's, that's my, that's, that's our baby. I would say, I say our baby because my brothers are involved. And shout out to Flo. I don't know if you y'all know Flo, but she's my partner in this mm-hmm. as well. Um, she, you know, keeping it, keeping it in the family. And uh, she's been a genius throughout this whole process, giving amazing insight. There's always a woman that, you know, takes yeah. you to a whole nother level. And she's been able to do that with this app. Um, and I can't wait for you guys to see it, man. That's what we have working on. As far as the retreat goes, as far as all of the events, um, I had... I mean, I, I already, you already know, you made the flyers. I had a whole nother tour that was yeah. happened in 2020. But this stuff has made me work on other aspects of things, change my whole game. You know how it is, man. It's a game of baseball out here. We were throwing the curveball. Let's see if we can hit it. Mm-hmm. Just got to sit back and wait on it. Exactly. <laughs> so, what was it? I always forget my question. Um. Oh, so are you, so like, let's say this week, uh, everybody opens up like bars and like kitchens and stuff like that. They open up, um, let's say around August, and you had you already had a tour plan. Would you would it continue or like would you like be like okay now we have to kind of rework things? Well, um, tickets were posted. There was a couple. It wasn't to the point where there was so many ticket sales because obviously when when I when I post the stuff, people are so last minute that they'll, you'll see a whole wave of people get it like a week right before the actual date. So there wasn't that much people that were purchasing that I had to like uh, shoot a bunch of mass texts and tell them, hey, we're gonna reschedule or refund you. So we're just, I, we're just rescheduling. So we just passed, I think the second, uh, I think I was supposed to be in the Bay Area, right? Like on my way there right now. Yeah, it was, okay. it was, it was oh. one of these upcoming days. Yeah, one of these upcoming And I know Chicago had passed already. And I think D.C. passed. I think all of them passed. Yeah, a few of them had passed. They I, only, always... I, only, I only posted three. So I don't think it's going to be... I have to go back and look at it. <laughs> I don't think it'll be an issue to reschedule. Um, so... Before I ask this question, Danny, you have any other question that you had in mind that you wanted to ask Carlos? Because I wanted to open the floor and ask him, as being our, one of our first couple guests, did he want have any questions for us as far as like with podcasting or anything like that? Or yeah, I have two questions. Shoot. So my question number one, I know this has been going on for a while. This is something that started off when you were in college, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay, you grew up in college, and then you started. Where did you guys move to as far as, like, uh, a studio or, like, something like that? So when we first started, it was, honestly, 
I, I don't know if we've told the story, but we started as a, it was a class that we took. Um, well, it was my class. It wasn't their class. Um, it was a class that I had and it was like, you have to create some sort of media. I could have wrote. Um, it was like a, it was like a newspaper class, but we, you know, everything's digital now. Mm-hmm. So um, I had to come up with an idea of what I wanted to do. So we had found out that there was a studio in town that was being used. Like one of my, one of my friends uh, also was one of my teammates for baseball in college. Uh, shout out to Quentin. He showed me this studio that was, uh, that was for the, ta- that was for the town that was open for people to use. And especially for our students that they wanted us to use it, but you know how information doesn't get, get around the way that it should. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there, uh, I took like some classes with, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Scott. So shout out to Ryan Scott. Uh, he, uh, uh, he showed me, uh, different programs, how to edit. He really showed me how to like really edit videos and stuff like that, like to a deeper level of what I was doing before. Um, so he, uh, so when I started to, after I learned all those skills, I found out about that and went to the class and was like, all right, I need to create something. So I asked the guys, I was like, hey, like, do you guys mind coming to the studio with me so we can re- come record this? And it was purely supposed to be for class. Um, and after a while, I think I only needed like either six videos or whatever, but we sat down and re- recorded for like an hour and a mm-hmm. half, two hours. and. Uh, <laughs> and I chopped them up in like small, smaller clips. Okay. And I had all of my video, all six videos that I needed for the whole semester. I had them in one sitting. So we were like, what are we going to do now? So we just kept going back, kept going back. And it became like a, a thing. Um, it became enjoyment and like a good time to like um, yeah. bond. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So like fast forward, we came home. Uh, we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, and kind of just saved up the money and started recording. Uh, started recording in a basement, basically, um, and and outside of my house. That's what we record for the most part. Um, and then one episode in my house. Was <laughs> yeah. was one thing. I asked this to a lot of people, but obviously, when somebody asked me what what made me want to do this, it wasn't just that the fact that. You know, it was my passion and stuff like that. It was also, there was a wide open lane. So I never liked hustling on a crowded block, in other words. Mm-hmm. So what is something that you guys could do that takes it to the next level? Because there's a lot of podcasts out there. Um, that differentiates just so, first of all, the name is very good. The name is very, very thank good. You. So just talks is like, oh, we're just talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, so that's exactly that really it. But what's one, is, is there something that you could do? I always like to look at Drink Champs because that's my favorite podcast. I, you know, yeah, I started um, watching that. They, 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 they target specific people. They, they, they drink while doing it. Mm-hmm. I genius idea for a podcast in the show, period. But what's something that Just Talks could do or that you guys have in the works that's going to differentiate you guys from everybody else? Um, it's okay so, we don't have an answer. So it's a, a little bit of something that we've been talking about of how to make it a little bit different. 
um, because it was it, it became a little little bit of a crowded space before like right around when we started recording again yeah. in February. Yeah. Um, but quarantine happened and it's it's really really flooded now. <laughs> People are home. Yeah. Um, somebody reached out to me and they tried to buy equipment themselves and like stuff was like stuff was sold out when the quarantine first started. Really? So, yeah. So like microphones and stuff like that. So now it's becoming the idea of trying to think about that. What makes uh what makes us a little bit different? Um and as far as that goes, I feel like we have personal we have a little bit more personalities, especially when you start to get to know us. Um so something that we want to do outside of just the talks themselves to make people uh more interested in what we're doing are some of like the smaller videos that we've done outside of the podcast itself, you know? Okay. So I call like our Instagram account is just talks TV. Uh, so we can post other things outside of just focusing strictly on the podcast, you know? Gotcha. So like we will talk about like sneakers in a video or funny jokes and stuff like that. I did a video a couple of weeks ago, making a drink that I tried for the first time. Um, so stuff like that to to get other people engaged outside of you know. got you got you yeah. okay. I mean at least it's a game plan that's what I that's what I like to see I always like to hear people's game plan and especially when there's a, a pandemic like this that nobody has ever seen you know I, I don't think no living generation I mean it, it happened before in history but no living generation like, yeah like right two. Now. I think it was like, it was like yeah so 1917 yeah yeah so i think that's pretty interesting that the fact that we're going through is i like i like seeing everybody's adjustments it's fun to watch i'm not gonna lie yeah no it definitely is um but yeah just want to wrap it up say thank you for coming on we definitely appreciate you for all the support and always uh, man. i can't wait to see this whole thing i like to see it back and uh can't wait to see it bro yeah um, any like closing thoughts or anything you want to say to people before we uh, close out? My, my foodie question. All right. <laughs> so when can I have an empanada? Empanada. I heard, I heard that your empanadas are crack, bro. <laughs> I don't know what I do to them. Maybe it's the love that I put in them, but oh, it's, no, it's such a consistent thing. I'm definitely. I mean, when the app opens, that's gonna be something that's in the menu every day. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing that's going to be on the menu every single day, because I know how people feel about them, especially people from, you know, who, who know me and who, like, been to my events in New York, they know about it. You got to make good. sure that you get it with, the, with his, uh, his special sauce. Or, or if outside opens, I'm throwing a barbecue if outside opens. I'm in there. I'm throwing, <laughs> you know, I'm throwing a freaking barbecue, and I'm definitely <laughs> that shit popping. Um, one thing I wanted to say when we close it now is, you know, are you do you still have uh, merch available, like shirts and stuff like that, or like I haven't, no, I haven't focused on any of that stuff. Um, I think the last time people were able to actually have it was at the the barbecue, Jamal. Barbecue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, I think they just bought me out there, and then I never read up after that. Okay. Yeah. And then the other thing is, watch out for the merch, our merch. Soon oh, sure. You got just talk merch. We're yeah. something that's been in the process that we've been working yeah. on. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> that's folks. I like that. 
I like that. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna need to get like five of them shits, man. Support, man. Uh, last thing I want to say is like being from Yonkers and like all three of us are Yonkers. Um, uh, I just like love seeing the unity and like the cooperation and like the love between all of us, like helping each other strive for better. Yeah, and it's an all, it's it's an all avenue too. It's not just music, podcast, exactly. like everybody doing their own thing. So I think I little. The little things is like, and then um, right now, you know, it's hashtag uh, support small businesses. Yeah. And that's what, that's the biggest thing right now. We are a small town. I consider us a small city mm. compared to like, you know, New York City. We're yeah. a small city. So it's like support us because we, we're a small town. We have our small businesses. We, we real small. Watch. watch that's all we, that's watch all we got on our shoulder, man. I mean, we the shadow. I, I like to say we the shadow of the city. Like we literally live in the shadow of New York City, and like we're always the forgotten stepchild. But that's why that's why we we are the way we are, man. We go, we, our presence is always felt. Uh, mm-hmm. We walk a little bit different. We talk a little bit different, and we, and we show and prove, man. It's in our it's in our blood. Definitely, love it. But yeah, uh, thank you, uh, Carlos, for coming out and joining us uh, today. Uh, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, if you are local and able to try his juicing cleanse, I definitely suggest it. Oh, we, we shipping is going to be nation. So by the oh. time they see this, it's probably going to be nationwide. We're okay, shipping. cool, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't yet and you want to definitely go check out his book as well, uh, digital copy, Best Believe is Vegan on his website, bestbelievesvegan.com. Um, yeah, definitely appreciate you guys all for listening and tuning in. Uh, peace until next time. Yeah, I need a little sip. Yeah, I need another drink. We should take a little dip. We should take a little trip. It don't matter where you go. It don't matter where you been. I'm just driving on the road. Now I'm really sick. More liquor that we pull for the people that we miss. Trying to keep it at the park, but we caught up in the hits. I can make a better swing. That's the easiest to pitch. I got ice up in my veins. Don't need ice up on my wrist. I don't think I got a problem when I'm down up in the fifth. I'm the man and legend. In between it is a myth. My God, count my blessings. That's the reason why we in Might not get the message But I think you got the gist Some people get exposed Others pose for the pig Now we better rock and roll Catch an alley at the rim My name in lights And the valley that I live In order to reach the heights Then something just gotta give Yeah, I need a little sip Yeah, I need another drink We should take a little dip We should take a little trip It don't matter where you go It don't matter where you been I'm just driving on the road Now I'm really sick of it Yeah, I need a little sip Yeah, I need another drink We should take a little dip we should take a little trip It don't matter where you go It don't matter where you been I'm just driving on the road Now I'm really sick of it Used to care about people signing me Don't play no hide and seek A missile to your dome Will probably take apart your tiny pieces Maybe that will have you appreciating The finer things I'm chained to my pressure And my pleasure is a diamond ring I come a dime a dozen I'm like the new 100 See they don't really keep it real They just move subject I knew I had more class in the room Loved it Now a shorty pass the ass For a dope substance Everybody getting sauce, bounce it out to the hash. Everybody getting tossed, had enough to get by. Now I'm coming as a boss. That's a pop sack fly. I'm just living with the cost. Yeah, I need a little sip. Yeah, I need another drink. We should take a little dip. We should take a little trip. It don't matter where you go. It don't matter where you been. I'm just driving on the road. Now I'm really sick of it. Yeah, I need a little sip. We should take a little dip. 
matter where you go. But I'm really sick of it.